The General Insurance presents Shower Ballads by Shaq. And I'm gonna keep on loving you Cause it's the only thing I wanna do Turns out, everyone does sound better in the shower. And it turns out, The General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with the General. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Are you ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where Principled leaders are created. All hit radio. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Uh, let me see the Good News Radio Network iHeart Radio Network, and other radio stations and networks around the world. If you'd like to give us a call toll-free, 800-610-7035. My email address, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And if you'd like to listen to the Exxon, 724-365, you just have to go to our main website at www.exxonradiotv.com. My first guest tonight, Exonation, is Daniel Giamario. He is the founder and director of the Shamanic Astrology Mystery School and the creator of Shamanic Astrology Paradigm. He joins together an academic background in comparative philosophy and spirituality with teaching meditation in two worldwide organizations and extensive world travel. Daniel learned astrology in the late 1960s and was part of Dane Rudier's uh, humanist, human, humanistic, well, it's, it's Monday, I'm sorry, humanistic astrological movement in the 1970s. After a vision quest experience on Mount Shasta in 1981, his astrological vision and spiritual path became more earth-centered and a shamanically orientated astrology was born. For many years, his specialty has been connecting astrology to the night sky at secluded locations and sacred sites to directly experience the reality of as above so below. He has uh, been a full-time astrological consultant since 1984. Joining me from Manila tonight is Daniel Giamario. And Daniel, welcome to the X-Zone. Oh, thank you so much. A pleasure to be on the, on the show with you today. Uh, tell me, what is the difference between the astrology that one would read in the newspapers compared to shamanic astrology? 
Uh, the answer to that question could come either from a practical uh, direction or a more uh, th uh, theoretical direction. So if, if you're asking about the newspaper columns, mm -hmm. um, certainly one of the greatest uh, differences is we do not emphasize sun signs. There's kind of this huge sun sign um, sort of... Uh, 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 how do we, we call a hoax mm -hmm. or it's, it's really done um, a lot of damage to true astrology it, it was something that only came up in the 19, uh, 1980s where a couple of journalists came up with the idea of putting everybody into 12 readily identifiable categories and then they, this was called sun sign astrology mm -hmm. where you make everybody be the same you know for uh, each month right um, it was very helpful as far as selling a newspaper column but uh, but it did a great deal of damage to true astrology so so on a practical level, our emphasis in our paradigm is way more um, in looking at the journey of the soul, beginning with the moon position mm -hmm. as a person's lineage. Um, like whatever your moon position is, is like uh, the school that you had previously graduated from. So I'm a Capricorn moon. That's like saying that I used to be a Capricorn or I previously graduated from the University of Capricorn. Uh, the Capricorn tribe, we look at it as 12 tribes. And then additionally, we place a great deal of uh, emphasis on the Venus and Mars positions, mm -hmm. um, uh, looking at the 24 different expressions of uh, masculinity and femininity that are evolving and, and uh, changing into different forms today. And then we also look at the rising sign or the ascendant as the uh, destination point of the soul's journey. So that the uh, in fact, this goes all the way back to 400 BC when, when uh, individual horoscopes first showed up in the world. Before mm -hmm. that, there were no individual horoscopes. So it was just like for the clans and the tribes and the whole people, the way they lived their lives. But once that the individual charts showed up, the word horoscope actually meant ascendant. So if you work with the ascendant, which you need a birth time for, then you can get really important clues as to what the intent is in the life, um, what the soul purpose of, a, of an, the soul's pur purpose of an individual would be. So it's like there's a directional flow. We've come from somewhere. We're here to follow a certain set of instructions, which we can either choose to follow or not. And then there's a destination point. Um, so, so we do make the assumption that, that, they, that our life does have a meaning or purpose. So if we can just uh, get some clues as to what it is and have the courage to, to follow that. All right, Daniel, you so and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. We'll be right back. Exonation. Yes. Sure. Our guest this hour is Daniel Giamario. He is the founder and director of the Shamanic Astrology Mystery School. And his website is www.shamanicastrology.com. Dot com and Daniel and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology from our broadcast center right here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to take this opportunity of welcoming all the listeners of the iHeart Radio Network, now part of the Exxon Nation. Guys, thank you very much for having us on your network and 
to all the listeners, welcome to the Exxon. Daniel Giamario is our special guest, and uh, Daniel is the founder and director of the Shamanic Astrology Mystery School and the creator of the Shamanic Astrology Paradigm. And during the commercial break, I, I shared with Daniel a an observation I had at a very young age, how people would buy the newspapers and they'd go directly to the astrology uh, department, uh, astrology section, and they would take everything that was being written there as gospel, like, oh my God, it says it's going to happen. I'm going to meet Mr. Right. I'm going to have an argument. And I'm saying, well, wait a second. With all the people in the world, how in the name of heavens do these astrologers fit all these people into 12 separate categories? And and share with the listeners what you told me during the break. Oh, yeah. And all those sun sign um, columns mm-hmm. uh, at the very end of it in fine print is the statement for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> um, and 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 I, so there's there's that element of mm-hmm. it, uh, but also it's a way of kind of dumbing down uh, the population into people uh, just getting these sort of sound bites um, rather than looking um, more deeply in, in, into what astrology has always been about. Um, I mean, uh, globally and historically, astrology was known as the highest of the lower mysteries. Mm-hmm. Um, and and of higher mysteries are things like you know how does self realization happen? What is the nature of grace? Um, how does self love actually take place? I mean, we're not trying to claim in astrology that it has to do with that. Uh, so we're not substituting it from an authentic, for an authentic spiritual path. However, it is the highest of the lower mysteries, and uh, it, 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 it's a capacity to include everything. Um, you know, history, um, every field of human science, um, uh, the ways in which human beings for 150,000 years have um, connected themselves uh, to, to, to the sky and uh, the as above, so below thing we take quite literally. Uh, not something abstract, not something mentally, but um, where we're actually having this direct experience um, um, with um, the sky and the land. And uh, for so much of human history, cultures actually developed themselves around that framework. It was a great project of bringing heavens, mm-hmm. heavens to the earth, uh, the hermetic um, uh, Egyptian um, uh, religion project and so on. Um, so we're trying to connect into that um, great global tradition. How did you become so invested in astrology? What started you on your quest? I was a philosophy major in in college, and I had the great um, uh, fortune of being able to be of the age where I was in college in the late 60s. Um, And during that time period, um, uh, Dean Rajar, who was the uh, great astrological genius of the 20th century, blended together um, Jungian psychology, theosophy, um, history, astrology, into something that was very inspiring to most of us during that time period, late 60s, um, uh, revolutionary consciousness, uh, mm-hmm. cultural change time. And I met a woman when I was in college who was an astrologer, and I learned um, how to do astrology from her. Soon after that, I studied with Rajar. And it was just kind of a part of that um, halcyon time of the late 60s, early 70s, when we were rethinking everything and, you know, try to create some kind of cultural revolution on this planet. And uh, then I discovered um, in the 70s that I was actually quite good at it. 
and I could make a contribution to people by using a, a more authentic uh, kind of astrology. And, uh, and then by the end of the 70s, early 80s, it shifted into a, an approach that included a direct experience with the night sky. So it became very experiential. Um, I discovered that most astrologers didn't know the sky, so we decided to create a school that would uh, train people in these more um, esoteric astrological techniques, but they would also have to know the sky. They would have to have a direct experience with how uh, the, the the sky operates. So we're able to actually be informed directly from uh, from the energies that are associated with the planets and the seasons and the cycles and, and so on. So that's another, re you asked at the beginning of our conversation, you know, well, how does this differ from... Mm -hmm mainstream astrology yes. and, I, and I gave you the practical answer which is a, a different way of using the moon and the rising sign and so on but the other answer would be is that we believe to be an astrologer you should have a, um, an, a, a an experiential connection with the sky and with the seasons and 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 with the land and it's a more earth-based not just something you learn with the left brain but that makes a lot of sense you wouldn't take your car to a mechanic who had never driven a car well, it's kind of like that. I mean, the yeah. same way that that astronomers, you know, mo the most theoretical astronomers do not have an experience of the sky. Plus, they have a fear of looking at the uh, psychological and spiritual dimension of what it is they're involved with. Or they end up being way too connected in just the mechanistic aspect of it. Um, you know, so we're kind of trying to, to get modern human mm -hmm. beings to open up to the way human beings have been on this planet for a far greater, longer, a longer period of time than, uh, let's say, the last 4,000 years uh, when uh, we've been, uh, human beings have been uh, victims of what I call the triple aberration. The triple aberration, which um, is hierarchical patriarchy, uh, patrilineal family descent, and also monotheistic religions. I mean, if you put those three things together, you get the predicament that the, the, the planet finds itself in. But that's only recently. I mean, it's like for most of human history, those were not the things running the show. Tell me, where does free will find itself into the shamanic, astrological way of doing things? Uh, I always like to quote uh, Jung on this one. Um, uh, Jung once was asked, uh, what is the nature of free will? And his answer was, free will means to gladly do what you must do. So, in this, so the, the, the answer to your question is free will and determinism operate together. Um, unlike um, the majority of um, animals mm -hmm. that have uh, no, um, no uh, choice to, uh, other than to be what they are, human beings can choose to go with the intent of being an authentic human being or not. You know, we can choose to go a different direction. Um, but still, our view in astrology would be that there is an original intent, and we can make the choice at various stages in our life to be who we intended to be. One of our uh, catchphrases in shamanic astrology is becoming the man or woman you intended to be. And so by you can look at the uh, chart and get a sense of what the original set of instructions are, and then we can actually at various times in our life choose to cooperate with those initiatory processes or not. Um, and uh, so it's a combination of the two. Um, uh, uh, one of the differences between our mm -hmm. kind of astrology and often the way astrology is understood is that we don't believe it's based on cause and effect. It's not deterministic. We're not at the effect of 
external forces, um, but rather we are uh, co-creators with great mystery as to what is unfolding on the planet. Um, it's actually part of a larger movement that is happening in other um, uh, spiritually um, oriented organizations, which is called the, evo the evolution of God. You know, which is that that if there is whatever we want to call God, a great mystery, um, <clears throat> the one reality, um, it that particular um, reality needs us to evolve as well as being um, at sort of at the effect of some external force. Um, the more we wake up, the more the whole unfoldment of the one reality wakes up. So it's kind of like it needs us as much as we need it. So can I say that astrology then is like our individual user manual? I would say that would be an accurate way of putting it. Yes, it's like the original set mm -hmm. of instructions, yeah. our original intent when we came into the life. And it is like a set of instructions, a user manual. I would agree with that entirely. Yeah. What is the, I hate to use this word at this point, but what is the science behind astrology? How does it work? Like, I, I understand that the, the, the sun, the moon, the stars, every, you know, it all plays part of it. But how is it discovered if, if we evolved from cavemen? It makes, I, I have a hard time understanding how something so advanced could come from a society that was so new without very many tools at their disposal. Well, it's, it's, uh, the answer I would have to that, at least with the kind of astrology that shamanic astrology is, is that it is not science at all. Um, individuals could look at different, more um, esoteric aspects of science, um, you know, quantum mechanics, mm -hmm. um, uh, ma uh, more exotic forms of uh, magnetism, um, and so on, and come up with a possibly useful cause and effect model for it. But, but I don't even care about that. I mean, to me, astrology comes really directly from the ancient magical worldview that dominated uh, uh, the human race, um, uh, global humanity, for hundreds of thousands of years. And that's the view, as above, so below, as mm -hmm. within, so without. From a scientific perspective, that's kind of like saying we're all in this large hologram. And the smallest piece of it and the largest piece of it are the same thing. So, what the, so that if we know the patterning of the sky, it happens to match the patterning of the inner sky. Uh, so we have an inner reality and an outer reality that um, are, are somehow um, uh, synchronistically linked. Uh, one doesn't cause the other. They operate together in time. So ancient cultures would, as part of their reverence for being alive, would uh, create hierophanies. That means like a point in time where they, the as above and so below is mm -hmm. represented. Yeah, the, I, I just came back from my first trip to Angkor Wat in Cambodia which is a fa fabulous, amazing celestial temple where, where it's like an honoring of the one reality by having everything connected, you know, the, uh, everything, including the latitude of the, of the earth it was on, um, the 26,000-year cycle, the sunrises and sunsets, um, solstices and equinoxes, the, every aspect of the moon cycle. It's like a way of tuning in to reality as it actually is, and then honoring it. So it's really not scientific from a mechanistic perspective, 
And so I think we, 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 we're looking in the wrong direction if we're trying to find a causal, a causal a mechanism for how it operates. All right, it's stand by, a, stand a, by uh, Daniel. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Yeah, 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 sure. All right, buddy. Exonation Daniel Jimario is our special guest, www.shamanicastrology.com. And Daniel and I will be back on the other side of this news break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Once again, you can listen to the Exxon 724-365 at www.exxonradiotv.com or now on iHeartRadio. We'll be back on the other side of this break with the news. Don't go away. I'm Rob McConnell, and welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Today on the X-Zone, the world of psychic fairs. Throughout Canada, psychic fairs spring up in towns and villages of all sizes. Now, what is the best way of choosing a psychic at a psychic fair? According to Stan and Ray, organizers of First Star Famous Psychic Fairs, visitors to a psychic fair should walk around the fair a number of times until they're drawn. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar. Text the word grade to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use. Text grade to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed. Text grade to 323232 right now and get started for just one dollar. Text grade to 323232 now. Text grade to 323232. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. 
respond to a particular psychic, and you can visit their website at www.e-psychic.com. Never be pressured into getting a reading from a psychic that you just don't feel comfortable with. If you're not satisfied with your reading, tell the psychic. And remember people, psychic readings at a psychic fair are for entertainment purposes only. Welcome back, everyone. By the way, we have a brand new company here at Relmar. It's called Wiki Publishing House. And uh, right now we have, an, we have I think, it's about 42 or 50 past editions of the X Chronicles newspaper. We have books by Lucia Mann there. We have books by uh, William S. Peckham, including his new release that just came out a couple of weeks ago entitled House Number 29. If you'd like to take a look at it, if you'd like to um, have your book, on our ebook case. First of all, go to www.wikipublishinghouse.com. That's wikipublishinghouse.com. And if you'd like more information, all you have to do is send an email to publisher at wikipublishinghouse.com. We're talking about shamanic astrology this hour with our very special guest, Daniel Giamario. He is also the founder and director of the Shamanic Astrology Mystery School and creator of Shamanic Astrology Paradigm. And, you know, I, 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 here's a question for you. Yes. I understand that a person's astrological chart is based on their date of birth and their time of birth and their place of birth. Am I correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh -huh. Okay. What happens, because there are so many people in the world today, so many people. Yes, what happens if there are two people born on the same time, same date, in the same place, for this, for example, the same city? Right. Are those two people identical, astrologically Absol speaking? Absolutely not. No, I understand your question, and, and actually it can be answered in a couple of ways. Um, one is that you can look at it from the perspective of twins. Mm -hmm. And there's been a great deal of studies uh, done regarding what happens with twins. And what I've noticed is that when, the, and, and there's, there's research to back this up, is that when twins um, uh, are, are grow up together, there's this tendency among human beings to not be the same, you know, to, to individuate, to be different. Mm -hmm. um, so what will generally happen with twins is that one of them will uh, live out their chart as the sort of leading edge of it, the more avant-garde or, or the, the more risky expression mm -hmm. of it, while the other uh, would play, play it, uh, live out their life the more conservative or traditional or mainstream view of the same archetypes. Um, and that, that happens quite consistently. There's also been the studies that show individuals that are twins that are separated have these very strange things occur where they end up living on a, a different city, but the street has the same name. They'll, they'll uh, marry people with the same name. Uh, events happen around the same time. So that's one way of looking at it, uh, which, uh, which um, I've certainly have had the experience of um, probably 20, 40 different um, um, examples of working with people who are twins, both examples of that. But the other would be, is that it's not intended to be completely deterministic, so that it's a set of instructions that you can either choose to uh, involve yourself with or not. Um, the way my mentor, Dane Rajar, put it was that at any given moment, 
there's a universal intent. There's something that great mystery needs to or to have done at that point. And so the gauntlet is thrown down. Certain individuals can choose to accomplish the, the maximum intent of that moment, and others will not. So it's a set, it's a set of potentialities. Again, it's not deterministic. Um, uh, I could have a room full of people, let's say, um, all women, and they all have Venus in Scorpio. They will all have the same intent, but they're not going to be all the same. It's like to the, to the extent that they can actually mm -hmm. in, uh, engage with that intent will differ based upon the nature of their family, the culture they're born into, the, uh, the uh, factors that are more associated with developmental psychology. A couple of years ago, we had the great December the 21st, 2012 uh, yes. hype, you know, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll tell you, we went down to Mexico. We did the Mayan tours. We mm -hmm. did the Mayan temples. And the Mayans, when they found out that we were with the Canadian media, said, yes. why is everybody so interested in our calendar? He said, it's just like the one that you have on your, in your wall or on your wall or on your fridge at home at the end of the year or the end of the cycle. You take it down, you put up a new one. Right, exactly. You know, I know. But, I know. but why was there all this hype about in your opinion, because I'm sure you must have been questioned about it several hundred times, being the person you are, mm -hmm. and its connection to what people are calling the galactic alignment. Yes, well, actually, um, I was one of two astrologers uh, back in the 1980s that actually first wrote about what later became known as the galactic alignment, and in our school, we call it the turning of the ages, and actually... From a cosmological perspective, if you take maybe a zone of 72 years, and I mm -hmm. use the 72-year thing because it's like the, the processional cycle, 26,000-year cycle, uh, 72 years for one degree. Mm -hmm. so, you can, so you can actually plot out exactly the point where the center point of the Milky Way and the center point of the... Of the, of the um, the solar system intersect, and there's two places in the sky where they intersect, and one of them is at galactic center. So there is something to the galactic alignment and the turning of the ages. We look at it as a zone of 72 years, 36 years on either side of 1998. But the problem was this tendency to put everything on one date. You know, uh, and we're looking at something over a 26,000-year time period um, <laughs> is, uh, is a big change. I mean, it's kind of like looking back uh, 6,500 years, the last time there was a galactic alignment, 6,500 years ago. And at that particular time frame, in a very general way, it was the beginning of so-called recorded history. Oral history went over to, to recorded history. Uh, and it was, it's a fairly major change in human history, I guess you could say, but it didn't happen on one day. You know, it happened over a long period of time. Right. And so there's a tendency of human beings to desire to to sort of glamorize and to, you know, uh, it, it bought into apocalyptic thinking, it mm -hmm. bought into, you know, uh, uh, cataclysms and, uh, you know, this sort of major fireworks kind of thing, which um, in our school we never ever put attention on, to, on that issue at all. The, the good news probably is, is that at least it did 
bring attention to um, astrologers and the rest of the planet that there are greater cycles. In fact, right now we're discovering, and I'm sure on your radio show you talk to people all the time about this, about the remarkable discoverings that are being made just in the last um, uh, 10 years. Yes. In fact, it seems to happen every day yeah. uh, about who are we and what in the world is it that happened? You know, the, the history we've been taught in school is really not us. Yeah. Um, this uh, I, was bringing, I was bringing it up about the triple aberration, you know, about what's happened to, to global humanity mm -hmm. uh, due to what's happened in the last two to 4,000 years. So we're just becoming aware of these things now. That's one of the things that's happening during this great change. And, and we don't even have to, to even bring up, I, I mean, essentially I'd be talk, uh, preaching to the choir here, about the necessity to break down the structures that have uh, that have the that represent the world that we were born into yeah. you know the financial structure the money system um, uh, pretty much everything patriarchy uh, 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 that that is all something that goes into this great turning the turning of the ages but it's really a, a, a shame that there was so much glamorization of mm -hmm. one particular day, and then that ends up uh, throwing um, discredit on on individuals that have spent their lives trying to research these phenomena. You know, so um, I, 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 unfortunately, there is we can say there is a shadow backlash to the 2012 phenomena. And and I hear what you're saying. It's like yeah. the, the minds themselves. It's like, wait a minute. We didn't say any of those <laughs> things, you know. It is true. They are one of the cultures on the planet that yeah. loved ca calendars, yeah. loved looking at the greater cosmology, the same as like people from India and uh, the Cambodian um, approach, um, uh, the Egyptians, um, even the, the ancient um, Hebrew sages. I mean, we're, we're looking at greater you know, calendric cycles, the yugas from India and everything else. It's great to be aware of that, but geez, to, to put everything just on one day and and then it, because there's not fireworks that happen on that day, then to discredit everything that goes into this understanding. How can listeners listening tonight, how yes. can they determine whether or not someone is an accredited or a professional or learned astrologer like you are or just one of these people who go to their local bookstore go online pick you know open up a website and call themselves astrologer with a $25 package that they can buy it seems to be uh, part of the phenomena of human beings being part of a school and that each person in their own way must discover from their own experience that, it, that if they're going to be doing astrology, mm -hmm. if it doesn't open them up to their own internal intuition, we could call it the shaman within, it's really not doing them any good. It's, it's, it's just another way of giving their power away to some external source. Now, uh, having said that, I can also bring up that there have been attempts in some of the mainstream astrology organizations to make it like some, any other form of... Um, of knowledge, you know, like accreditation. Um, you follow certain rules. I mean, there's a there's a there's a well-known astrology organization that tried to impose the the rule that if you're going to be a, a accredited astrologer, you can't ever mention anything about past lives. You know, by trying to impose a um, a system mm -hmm. that would um, uh, appeal to more to the mainstream, I guess. Fortunately, 
the astrological world is filled more with um, uh, freedom, uh, with, um, with, with, I guess we could say, Aquarian eccentricity, a desire to be radically free. And, and, and so therefore astrology is, is not bound by, say, the same rules that hamper, say, mainstream scientific establishment or, or mainstream academia. I think it's a good thing, but it still adds um, a problem, it brings up the issue you're speaking of. You brought it up um, 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 in the the thing that was uh, playing uh, yeah. in the background, the thing about psychic fairs. You know, it's a, for how do you find one? You know, I mean, yeah. how do you find? Well, on one hand, yeah, uh, look, maybe if it's a psychic fair, it's for entertainment purposes only, like um, sun sign astrology. So, so the answer I would give is that it either um, empowers you to take responsibility for your own life and to tune in to your own inner guidance, or it doesn't. If it doesn't, then it's just another way of giving your power away to a priest, to a religion, to um, to the media, to to advertising, um, whatever it might be. You know, so we're we're involved in a project here of trying to assist people and um and and taking responsibility for who they really are. You know, I, we are, I I have a philosophy that I've <laughs> that I've had basically all my life because l the wonderment of life has always interested me, and I guess that's why I've been doing this show now for twenty three years. Yes. My philosophy is life is simple. We complicate it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because no matter where we go, unless there are complicated solutions to a very simple problem, then it can't be right. No, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, so in a sense, we are trying to simplify it. But it's also the case that if you're born into a particular culture mm -hmm. that only gives... Uh, a limited view of possibilities, you know, they're, they're like saying things like men must be a certain way or yeah. women must be a certain way or, you know, you, you're born into a family where all they can see is red, white, and blue, but you happen to have the, be the color purple yeah. or some other color. I mean, it can be very helpful to have someone give you the feedback that there are other authentic possibilities. Exactly. So by, by having a greater um, template of possibilities um, can can really help our journey, which is not to complicate it. It's actually to um, uh, provide a greater template of freedom for people to be able to make um, uh, choices to to fulfill their their purpose. And if there were more people thinking that way these days, I I truly believe, Daniel, that there'd be less problems in this world of ours. There'd be better understanding. And when I was a kid, I was brought up in the multicultural area of Montreal. Yes. You know, and you learned about the different cultures. You played with the different uh, children from the different religious philosophies. You shared experiences, you shared meals, you shared holidays. Right. And it gives you a much broader understanding and respect. And I think yeah, that yeah. if I'm understanding what you're talking yeah, about, that this is what you're trying to do. Yeah, actually, um, I was fortunate. Um, I think you and I are probably uh, uh, approximately the same generation, but I was in a military family, so mm -hmm. we traveled and had an opportunity to live in different cultures. Yeah. You know, and, and it expanded uh, the the awareness of different of, of, of the way it is in different parts of the world. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have traded that for anything, even though it was a quote military family. I mean, it, it did nothing but um, expand my 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 view. Um, you know, we lived in Asia, we lived in Europe, um, seeing 
having the different view. That's a big, one of the biggest pr problems about Americans today is that, that uh, uh, obviously there's exceptions to this, but uh, the, the, it's, it's sort of been dumbed down. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, Americans have no idea the, how low they rank in the world <laughs> in regards to uh, uh, so many issues, but, but particularly knowledge of the rest of the world. You know, there's such a there's such an insular yeah. quality. It's almost like it's been purposely um, um, dumbed down to to create the lowest common denominator. Hey, Daniel, you and I have to take our final break. Great having you with us. Please stand by, Exxon Nation. Daniel Giamario, www.shamanicastrology.com. We'll be back on the other side as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Nation, this has been a great hour. Our guest this hour is uh, Daniel Giamario. He is the founder and director of the Shamanic Astrology Mystery School. Their website is www.shamanicastrology.com. First of all, Daniel, it's been a great hour. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to come and join us here on the Exxon. And I look forward to having you back on the show in December as we say goodbye to 2014 and say hello to 2015. It would be my pleasure to do that, and actually we might be able to talk a little bit about what um, the um, astrological energies coming up in 2015 are. That would be great. Now, tell me about your school, because I'm sure we have people listening now who say, well, geez, it's a school. How can I, how can I get involved? Right. What can I learn? How can I do it? Well, the first thing would be to go to the um, website. It shows, uh, gives a really great mm -hmm. um, um, uh, overview of what we offer. Um, we do a whole series of teleclasses. Uh, we also have a webinar uh, uh, set up now for um, uh, the basic trainings. Um, uh, over the last um, uh, 25 years um, uh, in our school, we've trained about 60 people in these techniques. So wow. we're a small uh, a niche school. We're a 501c3 organization of training people. In fact, our, our mission and purpose statement is providing transformational education in astrology and astronomy that celebrates the magical link between the earth and the sky. That's our, our mission statement. And so we, we, have, we hold classes in person mm -hmm. at different places around the world um, for the night sky training tuning people into that aspect. And then we have these webinars going on now, as well as some um, in-person classes about the the very unique way we look at a chart. Um, and we, we have a lot of people who come to the school who are psychologists, um, therapists. Um, they're not necessarily wanting to be all the way an astrologer, but they want to use these um, uh, techniques, you know, to, to put into their own um fields of um, helping and healing other people. Um, we have people in the school who, who are just interested in their own spiritual path, uh, how to accelerate their own um, connection to fulfilling their life purpose. Uh, yeah, so uh, we have in-person trainings, um, we have the webinars, we have teleclasses, um, there's a free newsletter. Um, if an individual goes to our, our website, you can just put your... Um, your uh, email in the, on the front page, and, and you can get our newsletters. Um, uh, I do, as well as maybe about 10 other shamanic astrologers around the world today, do sessions. You know, So I do mm -hmm. phone sessions here. Um, I, I, I spend most of my time in Asia now. 
I do a, a yearly trip to the U.S. for our yearly um, conferences. Um, and I uh, just love living in Asia at this point. And uh, so we'd have trainings over here, too. I'm doing a cosmology event over here in March up in the mountains of uh, Luzon Island. Um, so that's a little bit about what we offer in our school. Um, sessions, um, training to be uh, this type of an astrologer. Uh, we do adventure. We're doing an Aveberry crop circle trip um, coming up next, uh, uh, next August. Um, I'm considering at some point doing a trip to Gobekli Tepe, where there's that 13,000-year-old um, um, megalithic monument um, that is there in southeast Turkey. Um, uh, anyway, um, wow. I, I, I love going to these uh, places around the world to try to answer that big question in my mind. You know, who are we and what, what the hell happened, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, for one thing, I, I'm so happy that, uh, that we had this opportunity of sharing your wisdom and uh, sharing shamanic astrology with our listeners tonight. I wish you continued success. I love your philosophy. I love what you're doing. And uh, it's nice to see there are people working to make this world a better place. And, and Daniel, I want to thank you so much, and I look forward to the next time you and I join each other here in the X-Zone. Completely agree. Talk to you next month then. All take, right, thanks a lot, Take Rob. care, my friend. Right. Bye-bye now. Okay. Nation, our guest this hour has been Daniel Giamario. His website is www.shamanicastrology.com. That's www.shamanicastrology.com. I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X-Zone. Don't go away. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.